It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. So then what is our responsibilities as believers who are in TikTok? It's to evangelize, to give the truth, the beauty, the goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. Welcome to Flavor of the Week, part four with Father Jose Emmanuel Arroyo Acevedo. Excellent. <laughs> Finally it got it. Took me four tries. <laughs> Finally here. This is the fourth flavor of the week, which means our fourth yogurt. I'm starting to get full of yogurt. I don't know. I know. <laughs> yes. This is a lot of yogurt. Yes. Uh, we'll see, though, if this one, you went from A plus to A minus to, was it B? B. That's B. right. So we'll see where this one lands here with the, this was the most expensive of the four. Is that right? So I don't know if you get what you pay for or if they just gouge you wow. with sticker shock and fancy mm. brand names. <laughs> uh, this is the only one with a resealable lid. Okay. I don't know how many people are taking this little little amount of yogurt and only eating half of it and put the lid back on and save it for later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if they save it for later, maybe they didn't like I don't know. They yeah. like it or I don't know. I just want a taste. A little taste. <laughs> I intentionally got these the same flavor, so we can really compare yeah. the low-fat cheap to the... I don't think this is low-fat. Mm. Wow. Oh, well, definitely this is a lot better than the previous one. Yeah. This wow. is getting back to thick. I don't think this is as thick as that Greek yogurt was, but it's definitely thicker than the second and third one. Mm -hmm. Wow. I said it's the finest yogurt. It, finest. <laughs> the finest. Mm. How would you describe it? It is perfectly sweet. Okay. It's, it's not too sweet. Not too sweet. You thought it's, the blueberry was too sweet a yeah. little bit. And then this one is creamier than the previous one that was kind of very thin. Um, yeah, I just and it, it's not a large amount, like a huge one. So it's good to, I mean, you can definitely enjoy it and not feel... Like it's too much, so I th I think this is really good. I feel like it's got a buttery flavor. Mm -hmm. Do you do you get any of that? A bit, yeah. Kind of yeah, a little bit. You getting uh, are you getting a TikTok message? No, here? it's no someone that is actually. I have so many messages. Everyone now within social media likes to contact me. They actually feel like they know me, uh -huh. so they have they feel f with the freedom of contacting me through Messenger, through you know Facebook. Uh, Instagram is like they honestly like any time of the day or at night and they from different parts of the world I once got a phone call from some, a priest actually from Myanmar he's like near China and India yeah we studied in New York together okay. and he said he, he so had, not a complete stranger no no but he said he has been seeing the TikTok videos and he uh -huh. loved them so he just wanted to let me know <laughs> I'm like okay but this is like 12 10 it's like 12 at night midnight so but of course all right, so I've been involved with social media ever since it started. I was doing youth ministry, so I was on there, you know, and then having a band, we're playing music, we're always promoting ourselves on social media. And so it's always been a platform for me to push out content and consume, but I've never been like addicted to social media, I wouldn't say. Consume a little bit, but usually it's it's a way for me to promote the show, you know, to promote whatever we're releasing at Redeemer Radio, stuff like that. Sure. 
So when TikTok comes out, mm-hmm. I installed it. I always want to try to get it early so I can get my Kyle Hyman. Mm-hmm. So I got that. And I've been on it a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Just limited experience. Yeah. I've never liked anything. I've never I haven't really engaged in the platform. I've just checked it out as a bystander just to see. And I haven't ever posted anything. Mm-hmm. Just feel like there's first of all, like a lot of these Snapchat and stuff like that, there's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to figure out the system mm-hmm. before you, you don't just like start posting things and expect that it's going to take off. <laughs> you got to kind of learn what like TikTok's got its own culture mm-hmm. to it. So I, I've kind of learned that a little bit. Sure. But I also, there's a lot I don't understand about it. And a lot that I've noticed that's just completely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of garbage on there, which I mean, you can say that about anything. You could say that about books. There's a lot of garbage out there. You can mm-hmm. say that about magazines. You can say that about movies. You can say it about the internet. Sure. You know, the library. You go to the library, there's a lot of junk in there. <laughs> that doesn't say, like, don't go to the library. Yeah. But you can also pick and choose what you read at the library. And yeah. it may be a little bit harder to pick and choose what TikTok gives you. Yes. So <laughs> eventually I want to get to the question of is this a holy place to be consuming content? But before we do, I want to explore a little bit into what you're doing on TikTok, mm-hmm. why it's been a success, mm-hmm. why you're doing it. But start with, what made you first download the app? So number one, once the pandemic started and we were all quarantined, uh-huh. I was missing our students. Remember, I, my first responsibility is here in our parish and our school who it belongs to our parish. Mm-hmm. So our preschoolers, I usually do school visits constantly, non-spontaneously. I do recess. I would just go into their classrooms. The preschoolers don't go to our our masses normally. So I make sure I go to their place. As they were not allowed to come back to school, their teachers were in that transition period of then doing e-learning. So then uh, I saw the teacher, the preschool teacher. I went to her classroom. She had this little puppet. And then she said, why don't you teach our kids how to make the sign of the cross? I said, oh, that would be nice. But uh-huh. with one of her puppets, I called it Johnny the Construction Worker. Johnny because of St. John the Evangelist Catholic okay, Church in the right. school. And then I taught them how to make Wait, the sign of the cross. Did, did the puppet have a, like a construction hat on? It or did. Something? He did. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. And so then I put that on Facebook. Uh-huh. And then... You know how so many people have... Hang on a second. Did you have a history with puppets? No. Okay. (laughs) No, nothing. I'm I'm more spontaneous and I'm just, okay, that's what you have. Let's do this. I mean, my main goal is to evangelize. Uh Um, Whatever it takes, well, I'll do the ridiculous if I have to. Yeah. Just whatever. So... So then that's what she had. That's what I did. So eventually I did more videos. I posted on Facebook because uh-huh. that's what I did have. Yeah. And mind you, I'm not I'm not a big social media person, honestly. Yeah. I barely uh, just got an iPhone in January before the <laughs> pandemic even started. So for me, it's kind of like a big mystery how this all has started for me <laughs> because I really don't know. Uh-huh. And I, I'm more medieval in that sense when it comes to technology because I really just don't know a lot. Uh, a lot of technology. So eventually I, uh, one of our parishioners said, hey, you have to do something for the youth because uh-huh. I was doing things for the little kids. Right. But you have to do something for the youth. They're at home and they're bored. Like teens. Teens, exactly. Uh-huh. I'm like, so what am I going to do? Give a talk on sex or whatever? Or the theology <laughs> of the body? Like, what is it? What, what sure. do you want me to do? So then eventually our secretary, who's um, young, she's like, 
why don't you do a TikTok video? Uh-huh. <laughs> and at that time, we had our seminarian, Johnny Evangelista, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I asked, uh, I said, uh, she told us, why don't we do a TikTok video? I'm like, what's TikTok? <laughs> uh-huh. And so she explained what TikTok was, and that's what where young people are at. They love TikTok. And maybe we can do like a dance or whatever, trying to do what another person told me. It was pre-evangelization. So it's trying to... Right. Um, bring them the joy of just being human yeah. and allowing them to realize that God and the church also partake of the joy. Yeah. Actually, is a source of authentic joy. And it will be fun to see a priest and a seminarian doing something fun. Because you're wearing your collar. So yes. for me to do just a silly dance might not be evangelization unless they are somehow drawn into the show or the podcast or something yes. like that. But by you just having the collar on... See you doing something silly, doing a backflip. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're recognizing this is a Catholic priest yes. doing a backflip. It's a whole another dimension, right. another level. Right. And so, of course, I did a, one video with the account that I, I used was hers. So I, I often say <laughs> I started with negative one followers because uh-huh. I didn't even have my own account. So I posted <laughs> that on Facebook and a guy from Telemundo from New Jersey contacted me because he had interviewed me when Pope Francis went to New York, when I studied in New York. Okay. So he had me on Facebook, and he's like, is this what you're doing during the quarantine period? And I said, well, we started this. We just did this recently, like yesterday. Just one video? One video. That's yeah, it. it was in our school gym. and so it was. Some, what did you do? What was the video? It was, it was like a dance, a choreography that was on, popular in, uh-huh. um, on TikTok that, uh, during those days, those, those weeks. And Johnny and I just did the choreography. And the secretary is like recording from her cell phone, a little uh-huh. shaking her hand, like moving uh-huh. her hand. It wasn't the most professional thing at all. Right. And so eventually I thought I did even a hashtag. I really didn't do a correct hashtag. Uh-huh. I just kind of like added some text there. And it wasn't because hashtags have their own. Uh, it's kind of like a little, I don't know, call it like a little file for anyone who wants to search for that topic they will automatically see the videos. But I didn't even do that correctly. Okay. And eventually, the guy from Telemundo said, wow, this is amazing. I've never seen a priest do this. So let's, or the other priest too, because they think the seminarian was a priest. Right, because he had a collar on. That's right. So eventually, I put it up, I posted it, and he he said, well, I don't know if because of copyright, I don't know if I should do this or not. So he chickened out and doing the the actual, putting it on his TV program, his Telemundo. Uh Uh-huh. In, from New Jersey, but people from mission. Remember, I went to the missions in Honduras. Yeah, and one time, some people from the Neumann Center from California actually went down to the mission. So they saw it, and then they shared it with people in California, and it it went like wildfire. Like everyone on Facebook, a, on Facebook, a TikTok video on Facebook. went viral on Facebook. Correct, and so then eventually. A parishioner of ours knew someone that worked on ABC or over in South Bend. <laughs> And so eventually they got a hold of me. They interviewed me. And one of the videos currently, I don't know how much it has now, but it has way more than 300,000 views. It was um, a video that we did uh, like a little dance in front of our Lady of Guadalupe in our school, Uh not in the church. And that just went viral. It was, oh, na, na, na. I don't even know what the song is about. (laughs) This portion was fun. And it was the foot dance. It was fun. It was really fun. And so... That went viral in Univision, the Spanish ABC. Yahoo interviewed me. And so more people got in contact with me. Of course, then I got, I quickly learned 
that there are people who like to give their their criticism and started to write very <laughs> nasty, bad things about the church, about priests, about just in yeah. general how TikTok is evil. And I got a letter from someone in Pennsylvania from the beginning um, that China is in charge, uh, has all this information, how held, right. you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm just trying to evangelize the young people. That's what they asked me. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> So eventually, long story short, I have now, well, as uh, as of um, August, I have like more than 25,000 followers. Uh-huh. So it just, it was like six, that five to 6,000 um, uh, followers per month. Um, and of course, I have a, a larger uh, audience because I speak Spanish and English. Uh-huh. So I reached out to them. I even tried to do something in sign language and uh, people did contact me and... Yeah, from um, from Ecuador and and like, it's so many. That's countries. a whole another story. We didn't talk about sign language, but since you brought it up, real quick, how fluent in sign language are you? Very, no, I'm not very fluent at all. Okay, I took a course in the seminary because all the English speaking were taking Spanish, and the Spanish speaking <laughs> speakers were trying to improve their English. Right, I'm like, I know both, <laughs> and then they offered sign language, American sign language, and I took it. And actually, for me, again, I consider myself a missionary. So I'm like, well, the deaf community also needs Jesus. They yeah. need the church. And so I did some videos and um, it was very well received. Yeah. Very, very well received. So Okay, back to TikTok. Yes. For those that have not used it, mm-hmm. have not downloaded the app, how would you explain the TikTok community? You mentioned the dances. So like, there's oh. there's these kind of memeified songs and things that go along with the songs, whether it be a choreographed dance or a, a movement or a surprise element or something like that, that people will kind of repeat and put their own twist on. Yes, that's right. Right? With humor. It's all videos. Yes. Yep. There's no... Very quick. It has to be less than a minute. Okay. So like it could be seven seconds, uh-huh. to 15 seconds in a, a minute. And that's why young people like it because they don't have... Their attention span right. is very, very short. Right. So it's very attractive and it has to be attractive and then like impactful and funny. And that actually is really good. So would you say that everything that you're doing on there is pre-evangelization or are you doing some things mm. that you would consider evangelization? Oh. Post or like yeah, well now actual evangelization. We started with pre-evangelization. Uh-huh. I didn't know that term. Someone in Redeemer Radio actually told me that. Okay, I'm like, oh, I, I guess it's true. Yeah, but um, no, I've done. That's just a hook. I'm always identified as a Catholic priest. Uh-huh. Most uh, everyone knows I'm a priest. What, uh, well, what's your handle on the on TikTok? If people want to search, oh, and follow my you. name. Okay, it's Padre Jose Emanuel. So okay. Padre Jose Emanuel with two uh-huh. M's. Padre Jose Emmanuel. And so that kind of gives away that you're a priest. If it does, and have I have a picture have with the, my collar oh, right. on. So only a few videos I've done when I don't have my collar specifically, but that's because I'm hiking or doing uh-huh. something. But I sing a, a hymn in English or in Spanish. I always try to put a Bible verse, even if the if it's a dance, let's say, uh-huh. or something that looks like secular. I call it. I baptize. <laughs> I baptize whatever it is. Yeah. I bring Christ to it. I the light of faith. I enlighten it. I put the past. And if they're curious enough and they want to look, oh, this is why he's like you put the text over the top of the video mm-hmm. of 
whatever, whatever I'm doing, Psalm mm -hmm. one, whatever. Yes, I put the and then they're able to read it on uh, their own if they want. And it'll say something like "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord." That's right. something that, that relates to the video, not just a completely unrelated. Correct. It has to be connected to the video yeah. because I'm what my goal is to help, uh, allow them to realize that God isn't interested in being part of our life. Right. Every aspect of our life. So where you least think that it should be like a religious experience, well, that God also wants to enter into that. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a problem in the culture where they say, no, you know, the faith is like on Sunday. And, and, uh -huh. and why is it trying to get into our relationships, our, our bedrooms and all that? Like, our, like, why do we have, you know, they don't see the connection. And right. I'm trying to connect God with the rest of our lives. That Again, the central aspect of our spirituality should be the incarnation. At least I'm Franciscan, so I, I, I yeah. like to emphasize that. So I think that's that's why I put the quotes. Yeah. And of course, those that don't think the same thing as the Catholics, or even Catholics who have another emphasis, um, they they will make their comments known, their sentiments and their criticism, and that's fine. But you know, haters... So these are people that are pro-TikTok but anti-Catholic. They could be pro... And then you've got pro-Catholics that are anti-TikTok. Yes, yes. We have a mix. <laughs> so you're getting hated from both sides. Yeah, and I get followers. I get followers who actually follow me so that I can change in my mentality and convert. Okay, good. I'm like, that's weird. It's like asking, like a, a trying to search for like the fish to finally get into water. I'm like, they're already in water, like yeah. into the sea. Like, and I'm already a believer. I always, I'm a follower of the Lord and I, this all, I'm trying to evangelize. So they're trying to change my perspective, trying to see if I get to know Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> I celebrate, I I follow Jesus. I make him present in the Eucharist. Like right. you don't know, but anyways, <laughs> it's okay. Well, some people are just ignorant and not they're not malicious. They're just ignorant. Yeah. But I I love them too. <laughs> so, is this something that you would recommend other people do? So evangelize on TikTok. I or recommend social media in general. Okay, so I because our the church is missionary by nature. I always recommend to evangelize all people. That's what Jesus said to yeah. go evangelize all peoples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So it's like the baptism, the, it's the faith and the sacraments. They go together in the following of the Lord. I think there is much territory. I mean, when missionaries go to a foreign country that is pagan, they don't believe in one true God and they have all sorts of deities. Chances are that their value systems are really messed up. They have a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, dangerous uh, practices, and you could be killed, you know. But we shouldn't be afraid. However, we have to remain connected to the Lord in prayer and in fasting and all this, the things that are helpful for us. But realize, okay, we are to evangelize. We're to influence them, not allow them to influence us in a negative way. Now right. we. We have to kind of meet each other, you know, in a place that it's not, it doesn't look like we're imposing, mm -hmm. you know, but it's something that's attractive. So we have to get to know them, their culture, the, and it is its own culture. And, and it's another generation we have to evangelize, but it could be very dangerous. It's dangerous because there's so much information that is thrown out to everyone who watches it, but it's, right now it's geared to young people. So if you have children that are in TikTok, I would recommend that you be attentive to what they watch mm -hmm. because what they see and what they watch is thrown out to them very quickly. And um, because there's a lot of sense of humor thrown, um, mixed intermingled, they may uh, um, assimilate it as if it was actually good. Right. And it's not. It's a counterfeit. 
So they they often throw out things that are lustful, right? Um, as opposed to love. Lust is a counterfeit of true love. So then, what is our responsibilities as believers who are in TikTok? Is to evangelize, to give the truth, the beauty, the goodness. So provide something that is attractive, that is meaningful. I mean, we're not going to convince everyone. Right. I mean, Jesus himself came and he was crucified by religious and civil authorities. So we will always be criticized, but we have to be faithful to what, you know the, the gospel. But what I'm surprised is the bad language that they allow. And that's what I was thinking. I, really, I would probably say that it's rated R, right? Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of the content, not, not everything, sure. and, but some of the content is rated R. So if you're giving this to your kid— yep. Would you also let them watch rated R movies? Mm-hmm. It probably depends on the movie. You might approve some because it's Schindler's List, and you might not approve of another because it's it's all lustful. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are not looking over your kid's shoulder all the time, who knows what's on there? And I know personally, I it's not good for me to watch those things. I, I sure. my kid says I'm ten, and so I should be able to download games that are for ten and up. I was like, well. I'm over 18. That doesn't mean I should watch every rated R movie. Sure. Just because somebody thinks that it's safe for me. I, I know my limits. I know that there's sure. there's things that are bad for me. So Now, there are many priests now and religious sisters and brothers that are on TikTok. Yeah. So we are trying to make the difference. Sure. So we are to to try to bring some uh, bring the gospel in a fun way, yeah. but challenging at times because we have the opportunity now to respond to comments and make a video um, responding to it, or you can text as well. Yeah, it could be a temptation to be consumed because we kind of want to satisfy everyone's needs and try to answer everyone's questions. But you know, some people really don't care and are going to always argue. So right. we have right. to understand. Okay, it, it's faith is a gift, and not everyone has that gift or wants to cooperate with that gift, and so we can't just be consumed by it because we can get frustrated very quickly and it shouldn't be the case. So we should, you know, focus. So I feel like you've talked to people about if they are wanting to evangelize on TikTok, how to do that or what to do. If somebody is on TikTok, maybe spending a lot of time on there, what advice would you have for them? And if somebody is not on TikTok, but thinking, oh, maybe I should download it and check it out. What would you advise them? So if they're on TikTok and they're taking a lot of time, I wonder what they're looking for or searching, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, first of all, we're not to be, uh, we shouldn't depend on the likes and the followers to understand that we, you know, our dignity. I think some people have a low self-esteem and they expect people to like or follow them and in order to feel um, good, or, you know, feel like they're worth something. And it could be a danger for a lot of people who are into, you know, they, they their dignity comes from whatever other people expect from them, or they, where, you know, if they find them attractive or not. So that's a danger. But if they're in, on TikTok and they're doing good, you're, they're sharing good things, good content, I mean, you can influence many people. So whatever it's in your heart, you will bring out in your speech, but also in your writing and even in the video. So if you're not on TikTok and you're contemplating getting on TikTok, is that what you asked? I guess maybe, obviously, if you're going on there to promote the gospel, that's yeah. probably a good thing. But if Most you're just going don't. on there to consume, <laughs> is that something that you would suggest? Just to consume? Or would you just say, like at just night, stay away The last from thing it. that you do is watch TikTok. Yeah. The first thing you I'm do is I'm going to download the app because I'm looking for some entertainment. Yeah, well... You have to realize that reality, your first responsibility is where you live, what you do. You know, some people 
um, escape the reality of their lives right. and get into this virtual bubble and they don't want to even you know, converse with those people around them and everyone who really lives with them or study with them or work with them, they all, all of a sudden become strangers and then they're all hooked on the app, you know, watching what other people right. say. I mean, everyone, so many people are on it, millions and millions of people, so you can easily forget of your responsibilities and that shouldn't be the only thing you do. You should pray more than what you, you know, when you see, if you're spending yeah. more time in front of a computer instead of tabernacle, the scriptures, or with people you live with or people who are in need, who are around you that depend on you, there's something wrong because you're being very self-absorbed. This is very selfish. Yeah, you know, I just want to warn anyone who wants to just go there just to consume and that's it, um, to Wake up and smell the coffee. Like, look at the reality. Who they live with, and what are their responsibilities? That's first, and then the rest. If you have time, you can watch. But if if you don't, that's fine too. So, and if it's causing you to sin. fall into sin, to temptation, cut your your hand off. Right? There you because go. Jesus says, if you if your I guess hand, the, cons- the modern version of that is delete the app. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever is a means of you disconnecting with God and communion with God and others. You have to eliminate it from your, your life, eradicate it completely. Otherwise, you're going to be unhappy because it's like trying to fill up a flat tire that has a hole. You can fill it up. It's just going to go down again. <laughs> it's yeah. never So it's never going to satisfy. So if it's making you sin, then just take it away from you. Yeah. All right. Good advice. And I appreciate the work that you're doing, reaching out to people that might be falling into sin. Maybe you're putting some light in a dark place. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, first Greek raspberry yogurt was an A+. Plus. Yes. Then we did the blueberry was a A-. minus. It was A-. minus. And then you got a B for the, the cheap strawberry. Yes. Low fat. Now, the more expensive strawberry. I think it's an A. A. Okay. Yeah. So the raspberry Greek yogurt was your favorite. Yes. Yeah, that, I right. think so. <laughs> well, good to know. Well, thank you so much, Father Jose. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you taking some time for us. Uh, It's always good to to hear from you, and and your joy is contagious, and so I'm always happier after spending some time with you. So thank you for your ministry. Thanks for sharing it with us. All right. You're welcome. God bless you. May Almighty God bless everyone, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. If you'd like to find a guest or topic that we've covered, go to kylehyman.com and use the search bar. It's free. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit.